What's going on, y'all? Welcome to God With Us podcast, our first ever episode. My name is Nicholas Rutherford. I'm Deja Rutherford. And here on this platform, we want to have practical conversations that are centered in Christ to bring about knowledge, revelation, and better understanding for all who listen. Yeah. And so, yeah, we want to kick off our first episode. We're excited to start. And uh, it's been a buildup, but we we doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Today, we want to talk about... Um, what is our topic? Our topic is... <laughs> What it means to be a Christian. Yeah, what it means to be a Christian. I think that's a good topic because we can share a little bit of our story, how we've become Christians, and um, just basically what our thought process and what our walk looks like and what it means to be a Christian right now. Yeah. But before we get into it, I want to kind of talk about, you know, why we even started this podcast. Mm -hmm. And so uh, God told us, you know, basically to start our ministry and build an online presence and that was the beginning of last year so that was 2022 and we went online and we kind of just started off like you know going on youtube and then making reels on instagram and just learn yeah a little bit of tiktok just learning honestly bro how to use it because i didn't have any social media at all you did yeah how to use it another thing learning about what is a ministry because yeah i thought having a ministry was a church building and you know yeah typical but also ministry looks different in so many ways and it's not always just okay pastor church body and it doesn't always yeah sometimes you Mm -hmm. know ministry looks like you know your ministry you just deal directly with the poor and give it to the poor you might have your own ministry where you you know you're a lawyer and you edify your clients and the people around you through Christ and so I learned I think that was a big thing that I learned ministry doesn't look one way it is very which really really however God wants it to look Mm -hmm. and so yeah we basically learned how to navigate navigate yeah our ministry through social media what is this and so we've just been building that and so a lot of our stuff has looked like um teaching just sharing our testimony uh, yeah. sharing what sharing whatever god has yeah. put on our hearts mm-hmm. and so the reason we wanted to pivot into the podcast is just to give a more practical uh, revelation of who we are and have conversations that we have at the house all the time yeah so the reason why well, i felt like he put it on my heart but in a different way. It wasn't like start a podcast, like, you know, mm-hmm. listening and prayer. It's just that we would go into these deep conversations off camera, offline, off social media. Mm-hmm. And we would just be in a back and forth, back and forth naturally. Some good topics. About like, God man. and related and rooted around, you know, God and the Bible and scripture. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the conversations, we would be like, would this be would be a fire pod- podcast. Yeah, be a podcast. Dude, That's we need topic. to start a podcast. And we would always say that. <clears throat> and so recently, like in the last two months, uh, I'm like, we need to start that podcast. We need to do it. And then now finally you like, let's do the podcast. Let's do it. And, and I so really now, feel a nudge to do it. And I'm excited about it. Yeah. And one thing for me is if you go on our Instagram, uh, our God with us page, and you see most of the videos that are me preaching and teaching. And it's yeah. like a, a minute video. I'm yelling. I'm passionate mm-hmm. and it's like it's good but I want to show another side of the more practical side of yeah. you know the thought process of what it looks like walking with Christ you know the the day-to-day things we go through yeah, the good I, and yeah. the bad and it's a, it's just another way to pour into people in a more practical way but we still want to do the teaching aspect but you know talk about the things we go through yeah I think it's relatable too it's like you know like how I was telling you about church on Sunday it's good, but you're only there for so long. Two hours out of, you know, your seven days, that's, I mean, how many hours are in a week? I don't know. A lot. Know. But, you know, you get <laughs> two or three hours, maybe four or five, depending on what church you go to. And they just have a little bit of, you know, what God has spoken and poured into them that the Holy Spirit is using yeah. to edify you. And, you know, they can only, the pastor can only give you so much in that little bit of time and so sometimes it's not practical sometimes you know it just depends on what what that teacher preacher or you know whoever is pouring into 
the people at that time. And so it's like, I feel like it's good to see practical things like, mm-hmm. oh, a conversation. Oh, shoot. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. that, you know, has uh, that brings more understanding to, you know, what I'm going through because you can't always get that at church. Mm-hmm. And that's not a necessarily a bad thing. I think I think the role of going to church on Sunday is to like pour into you, lift you up, edify you. And you take it and you go home and now you're supposed to do the rest, you know, the rest of the week till you come back. Yeah, Monday through Saturday. Yeah. And so nothing's wrong with it. But sometimes, you know, just being on YouTube is such an online presence for the Christian community now. This is just helpful. And I feel like we will be really impactful just having our conversations because I get impacted by the conversations that we have. So So just so y'all know, we put the kids to sleep around 7, 8 o'clock. And the rest of the night, we usually have conversations. Yeah, we usually. And it goes anywhere. It could be deep. It could be something that might seem insignificant. But they're all centered in Christ and uh, Scripture. And so we just have these deep conversations. So once again, this is the same thing we do any other night. We just got the camera. So we're just going to roll it and see where this thing goes. But we're excited. Our first topic is what it means to be a Christian. What it means to be a Christian. Do you want to start off? I'm going first. Okay. Uh, Okay. Before you start, before you start, oh. I want to ask you this. What do you think the world defines a Christian as? What is a Christian based off what the world uh, would define it as, do you think? And so what I think the world, the world or the culture thinks a Christian is, I think a lot of people think that's on the outside, look at Christians as um, just these religious people. You know, they follow these set of rules. Of course, for people who understand more deeply than others oh they believe in jesus christ the messiah okay he came back and died for their sins Mm -hmm. but i think that i think a lot of people think of just oh they believe in god and they follow these religious rules that's what i kind of think yeah and so uh you know i don't know because i'm not an unbeliever and i haven't been an unbeliever and so i don't know but that's my guess Mm mm-hmm and so before I was saved, I believed, if that makes sense. Before I was on set on fire. You believed that God was real. I believed real. that God was real. So I don't understand what people who like look at Christians like, oh, that's them. They on that. No, I'm saying like, what do you think the definition of a Christian would be based off what, if you line 10 people up and you said, what is a Christian? What do you think most people would say? Oh, they go to church on Sunday. They follow the Bible with all the, yeah, all the religious rules. They definitely pray. They believe in Jesus. And so... That's what I think. So that's what it. That's what I believe the world is. You think so? Thinking too? about what a Christian is. If you were to line up a hundred people, just random people, and you say, "Hey, do you believe in God? Are you a Christian?" I believe a lot of them would actually say yes. Mm-hmm. And from my personal experience, and I've been one of these people. I'm claiming Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I read sometimes. I go to church sometimes. I pray sometimes. You know, I'm not a bad person, yeah. but I'm out here repping this Christian life hard, <laughs> but you can't necessarily see it. And I think that's yeah. what a lot of people think yeah. being a Christian is. And I think that's why a lot of people say that Christians are hypocrites and, yeah. you know, we talk it, but we don't live it. Yeah. And so that was my walk up until three years ago, 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when God changed everything yeah so same here i was right there with you yeah. So, yeah now what do you think a christian what does a christian look like now since your eyes are open to the deeper things of god so uh what do i think it means to be a christian and what does that look like now for me now that i'm deeper in my walk um definitely a relationship with jesus and so first yeah and so first it's not just believing and then accepting, okay, I know he came back. Jesus came back and died for my sins. And um, not just that, but deeper than that. Okay, now that I know that, now that I know he's done this, I desire a relationship with him because he desires a relationship with me. And so I just feel like the relationship part is what I was missing. And so it was a lot before, you know, I had this deep relationship. It was very one-centered, and it was just a lot of prayer requests, and I knew God was real. I knew he... God, I need this. Help yeah, me out. and not always, but majority of my prayers were like that, 
And um, I just thought I prayed to him. And he was just this big ruler master, and he would make things. And I shouldn't say I looked at him as a genie, but I prayed to him like that sometimes. Yeah. And so it was never like a conversation. It was never like you know, me coming to him. It was never like... Sitting and listening for Yeah, listening to him or... Um, what am I trying to say? I never really understood his love for me. I never understood the comfort that he gives. I never understood his power. Mm-hmm. I just knew that there's something greater than me. I know I believed in the Bible, even though I wasn't, you know, uh, didn't have much knowledge in the Bible. But that's just kind of like I was just scratching the surface. Yeah. And now that I where I am now in my walk, it's like, okay, a relationship really matters because when you have a relationship with you, he changes you. And so I can see the difference from then and now. Now that I have a relationship with him, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm a new person. I have a new mind. Um, My walk is different. I think different. It's just so unexplainable. You could just see the power and what he did in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's like the power and the the undeniable, the un the things that you just cannot explain with having a relationship. Yeah. And so I and this is not to be judgmental, but I can see that for people who say, I love God and um like how you were saying, I, I know God, like how you were saying, like how you started in your walk. Even me. Hey, I love God, I pray to God, but I was still doing all these things that God says I shouldn't be doing. That's the disconnect. I, yeah, right I was. That's doing, the disconnect. I was doing. All, I was doing all these things that, if you read the Bible, not only was I a sinner, but I am practicing a demonic walk. I am. <clears throat> I'm walking into the ways of darkness, and so, if I'm doing that, how can I be on God's side? Yeah. And so those are conflict. Those are conflicting, and so. Um, yeah, I just noticed a difference, and it wasn't, I didn't, I, like, I'm not changed and not doing those things because it's like, oh, I'm a Christian, and this is what the Bible says do, and I don't, don't smoke weed, don't drink, don't, I, how can I? Cause you I don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't even have a desire to do those yeah. things anymore, just because it's like, it's the relationship, and then so, like, it just changes you, he yeah. changes you, it's so unexplainable. So, 2020 is when we took that shit. Sorry, let me, Go ahead. let me say this. He changes you. And so now that you have a relationship with him and you understand things and, you know, you understand him and you're learning about him, reading about him and y'all growing, you have a respect for him. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a respect for him and um, there's this reverence for him and the yeah. fear of him. And not a fear like if I take this drink or if I smoke or if I cuss or whatever, it's like he's going to get me. It's just like. Man, he's mighty. This is my God. This is, he created me. He's the creator. You just don't want, you just don't even have a desire for those things. And so, yeah, I just wanted to finish with that. But yeah. Yeah. So that's what I I think now. But yeah. I was about to say, so 2020 was the pivot for us because we were carnal Christians. Yeah. And so, uh, thank God for the pandemic. I know that was a hard, you know, couple years for everybody, but that saved our life, I believe, because... We had just, I had just got back from school, mm-hmm. got out of college, and we seeking God, trying to figure out what's next in life. And then that's when he tells me, read the Bible all the way through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I'm reading the Bible, that was all I needed because it was like a mirror. And I'm looking right in the mirror, and his word was just convicting me because I thought I had it. Yeah. Like, I thought I had this whole thing. I'm a Christian. I read sometimes. I watch sermons. I'm not stealing from nobody. I'm a good person. Yeah, you know, I'm trying. I'm, yeah. You know, but I'm still worldly. I still look mm-hmm. like everybody mm-hmm. else. Like, that's the thing I think people need to understand. Yeah. Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. But if salt loses its flavor, it's no good. It has no value. I think there's a lot of people saying they're Christians, but they're not valuable. And not that they don't mean anything, but your life isn't edifying the fruit of Jesus. And so nobody mm. would know. Yeah, yeah, and that's so good. And so I've been around people my entire life that say, yeah, they love God. I'm a Christian. I, I go to church. I do this. But based off your life, you look exactly like somebody that yeah. don't even care about Jesus. 
Yeah, and if that and was if, my yeah. conviction, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, and if you didn't know them, would you be like, man, that is a believer? Exactly. So you know that they go to church and do that because you know them. But like, if you didn't know them, would you see the fruit of yeah. God? Would you see the fruit of would the Holy you see Spirit? The light? Would you see yeah. that they're not like the world? Yeah. And I was exactly like the world, and God didn't have to say a word. Yeah. And nobody had to tell me. I read the Bible, and it said, "Don't do this." Don't do this. If you love me, do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, I look just like the world. I be cussing just like the world. I be smoking, drinking. I'm not. And my my whole mindset was, yeah, Lord, I might go out. I might party. I might smoke. I might drink a little bit. But you know my heart. Yeah, I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bad person. Yeah. I ain't really own what they own. I might do it sometimes. But, but you're doing it. You know it, what I'm so saying? Yeah, but. Uh-huh. You listen to the same music. You cussing just like everybody. Nobody knows you're different. And so that's my conviction. 2020 really opened my eyes to like being a Christian is not just about the label. It's about the walk. And so I don't even like the term Christian anymore because it's so watered down. Yeah, it is. I like the term disciple because a disciple is somebody that's willing to give up any and everything, stop whatever they're doing and give up their life to follow Jesus. And I think that's the standard. Mm-hmm. And but now my eyes are open to a Christian means Christ like mm-hmm. we are supposed to strive to be like Jesus in every way, shape or form <clears throat> till yes. we till we leave this earth. That's and so that was my that was my eye opening moment. And it's changed everything about my walk. Yeah, that's really good. And so uh, I just want to kind of touch on that. Yeah, I should be able to look at you. And not to judge you, but if you say that you have a relationship and that you're really walking with God, I should be able to see God in you. I should be able to say, oh, this person carries the weight of Jesus on them. I can, and I know that. And not yeah. by saying scriptures or Yeah, whole, not because you go to church every Sunday. Or nothing religious. Just by us having like, a conversation. Think about, yeah. I think about Daniel. You know Daniel's story. If you're not familiar with Daniel's story, it's short. You should read it. Daniel was working for satan worshipers they worshiped other gods they Mm -hmm. did not believe in yahweh the one true living god and daniel's working for this king and everybody knows he's a christian everybody knows he believes in god and it's not because he had bible studies or he spoke the word or he tried to baptize people Mm -hmm. he just was a good person yeah it said that he had a great spirit Mm -hmm. he was always on time he worked the hardest and people saw his his energy people saw his um actually i don't want to use that word sorry People saw his spirit. People saw his work ethic. Mm-hmm. They saw the good qualities about him. And they were like, something's different about him. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I think people need to realize. People don't have to know you're a Christian, but they should be able to see something's different about you than everybody else. Yeah. Like, something's, I don't know what it is, but it's something different about you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You Without can. you saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so, since you kind of touched on it, I want to kind of go into what happened in 2020 because... We talked about, you know, before, before we say that a lot too in our videos, but I want people to kind of see and see from our lens what it looked like, what we thought a Christian was and how we were living versus now what we, okay, this is what the Bible says somebody That's who believes good. in Christ okay. looks like now. You and gonna so, start that off or you gonna Yeah, because, you know, we both kind of have our, well, we both have our own stories. And so I kind of start with my story before 2020, before it being like set on fire. And so I kind of touched on this a little bit, you know, knew, knew Jesus, knew of him, let me be honest. I knew about prayer, um, you know, ever since I was a little girl, uh, went to church often not frequently and then um my mother kind of split with my my uh brother's father and um that kind of like shifted Mm -hmm. and so we weren't going to church anymore and but I had what was instilled in me so I got baptized at a young age learned how to pray but that was all I had and what I knew and then of course with the culture and the world had poured into me about what Christianity was and so I I just remember having just a prayer life and then um prayer life especially in like hard times but um 
Mm-hmm. Up until that year, honestly, right when we got pregnant with Nyla, we kind of started getting deeper into scripture. Yeah. And I wasn't really reading. I remember, do you ever remember me saying like, the Bible is too hard for me to read and stuff like that? Do I don't you? remember you saying that. Okay. That's when I was living at Nana's. I don't know if you remember that. But, I don't remember okay. Saying that. I used to be like, it's too hard for me to read. But then, anyways, I start learning about different versions and stuff. So anyways, just a prayer life learning scripture like little pieces of scripture but not reading not really understanding anything honestly and so that's what my walk looked like um I feel like God started to come to us and started to kind of just pour into us and um change our mindsets because we started to desire things that were his will unknowingly but I feel like since we were praying and since we were trying, even though we were still doing those things, mm-hmm. our hearts wanted him, but, you know, our flesh was still in the world, but we didn't even, for me, I don't know about you, but I didn't even understand that some of the things I were doing, I was doing wrong, was yeah. wrong, but I did start to feel conviction and, you know, I didn't know it then, but it's the Holy Spirit. Man, I don't like smoking. I don't like how I feel. I get depressed. I don't like... You know, so we started getting conviction about that. I mean, I even started getting convicted about the music. We were, we were talking about that earlier. Started getting convicted about the music we were hearing <clears throat> when we started hearing demonic stuff. And honestly, I didn't know anything about the spiritual realm at that point. But we were like, uh-uh, he on something else. Yeah, I, know I can't listen to this. People saying they on demon time. Yeah, and this was before people were saying demon time and stuff, but like, you know, listening to Drake and Future and just knowing that they saying they were. I mean, trap music. Yeah, you know all what I'm of saying? that. I mean, Beyonce and I mean anybody you can name, pretty much that everybody listens to, um, especially in our age group. Um, I just found myself like, man, I can't listen to that t- no more. And so we would go to. Do you remember us just censoring the music? Okay, mm-hmm. we going We can't be doing. Oh, we tried to stop cussing. Yeah. Oh, dang, I forgot. Yeah, kind of like college area. We baptized each other. We didn't know We didn't know what we were doing, but we were trying. And so God I saw think, that we were trying. I think God saw that. And so what he did, he started convicting us unknowingly. And the Holy Spirit started just doing things with us. But that's what my life looked like, you know. But I was still drinking. I was still smoking. I was still gossiping. I still had some unforgiveness. And... Just doing a world of things we shouldn't have been doing. Mm-hmm. But, and I didn't have a relationship with him. I had my own plans for my life. I thought it was going to look this way, that way. Uh, people that shouldn't have been around in our lives. Uh, even friends, family. So it was just so much. But then up into 2020, you know, we're still building this. You're getting sick. You came home from school and you're like, you read the whole Bible. You're getting serious. I'm wanting to get serious. We're just trying to figure out and navigate life. But now we're kind of getting more serious in our walk. And God just kind of came and wrecked us. And for me, it kind of like the, it's like I had a, oh, I'm not going to say that. It's kind of like I had um an eye-opening moment to the spiritual world to understand that, okay, there's something that's bigger than me and not just God, because I knew he was bigger than me. But mm-hmm. there's a world outside of this. And this is just hevel. Matrix. Yeah. And so that's what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. And so he started to open our eyes to that. And that's when we, you know, kind of went into the spiritual things of God and went deeper. Yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of what it looks like now. And so now for me, it's like I know this. I know the spiritual things of God. I know how to pray, I know the Bible. It's like I got the the scales fall off my eyes. Like I just you just see different. I don't know how to explain you it. You know him. I know him. So I yeah. would sum it up like this because this was my life. I'm twenty six right now. Up until twenty three, twenty three years of my life I've seen religion. Yes. I haven't seen people in a relationship and in mm-hmm. intimacy with God. And so yes. my walk I come from a Christian household. I come from believers, my household I've seen people speak in tongues. I, we going to go to church. And, you know, I didn't go to church every Sunday. You know, I was playing sports and stuff. But yeah. it's like, we going to go to church. We believe in God. Yeah. I know how to pick up my Bible. I've mm-hmm. seen people do it. I know people that know scripture. Mm-hmm. My disconnect is, 
Lord, this ain't it. <laughs> yeah. This I'm 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 seeing the scripture. I'm seeing church. I'm not seeing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going on? And so I'm seeing a lot of religion. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of oh, I go to church, so I'm good. I'm righteous. Oh, I read. I know about God. But to walk with him is different. Yes, and so man. I remember in 2019, right before we were about to have our first child, something, yeah, I don't know what shit. it was. It was just like, Lord, I want you. Yeah, it's definitely Like, I really want you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm tired of being in pornography. I'm tired mm-hmm. of living this life. I don't care about nothing. I don't mm-hmm. want success. I really want you. And I think mm-hmm. that's what really triggered him yeah. to come get us because it was like, our prayers started genuinely, to change. Like, we was like, Lord, we want to break, break generational, generational curses. curses. I did not know what we were talking Lord, about. Lord, we want to live right. Like, Lord, yeah. show me how to live right. And I was, I remember writing in one of my journals, like, I want to know who Yahweh is. Like, I want to know who, what that name means and why, why it's powerful. Mm-hmm. I want to see that in my life. I want to see you move. Mm-hmm. And he's done that. And it's unbelievable. But I will sum it up. I think a lot of people are in religion. Yeah. And so a lot of people feel like, being a Christian or a believer is, man, I go to church. Mm-hmm. Man, I'll be praying. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, what's the name? And I was doing all those things, but wasn't seeing God. In and the fruit, yeah. And the disconnect was, sorry, you know about him, but you don't know him. Yeah, or you believe in him, but you're not following him. Once you know yeah. him, it changes this whole thing. Like, my whole mindset of being a christian is different it's not i don't have to do this yeah god didn't make me do this i'm not doing this because i'm scared to go to hell i'm not doing this because he made me yeah i love him yeah because <laughs> he loves me yeah like when you know how much he loves you i want to read he talks in his word he reveals things in your in his word and he speaks to you in a different way and so when he told me to read the bible from beginning to end and not to focus on anything else. Mm-hmm. I feel like an idiot because I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I should be focusing on my job and my career path. I got a family. Yeah. We got to start making money. Everything yeah. the world tells you to do. And he's like, nah, I didn't say do none of that. Read this. Yeah. And when I finally closed the last page of Revelation, it clicked. It was like, you can't yeah, serve you a God saying. that you don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot really of us good. are claiming a God and we don't know who he is. We just know about what people have said about him. Yes. And so a lot of us come from families where they've given you their perspective on who God mm. is. No, God looks like this. No, God, you're supposed to do this. Yeah. And when I read that book, the Bible on my own, yes. you can't tell me who God is because I know him for myself and in knowing him. I've seen a lot of people, and it's like, man, this ain't it. Yeah. You, you, this ain't it. Because this ain't what the words say. Man, that's a really good. Like, even, I'll give you an example. Um, this was 2017. We got married mm-hmm. in college. We were juniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were juniors in college. I remember God coming and talking to me clear as day in my dorm. No, we were probably sophomores in college. No, we were juniors. No, we were juniors, yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, you can't keep treating this woman like she's your wife, but she's your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to get married. And on the on the phone, I'm calling you like, hey, what's up? It's time. Yeah. The amount of Christians that I yeah, told, Christians, I yeah. went and told Christians that yeah. believe in God, read their Bible, worship, speak in tongues, God all that. God told me. Hey, yeah. God told me I yeah. need to marry this woman. I can't keep playing around with her. Yeah. The amount of people that said, oh. no, nah, that ain't God. It ain't time. And then the worst one was, yeah, I know he told you to do but that. But you need to be doing it. Yeah. Put that on the back burner, graduate, and then you can do that. And and yeah. it wasn't, I'm not mad at them. Yeah, but no. when I read the word, it's like, hold on. Y'all supposed Disobedi- to be following this. Disobedience yeah. is. Yeah. Like God says disobedience is the same to him as witchcraft. Mm-hmm. That's what the word say. Like disobedience and just to disregard what he tells you. He tells you to do stuff for a reason. Yeah. And. That ain't how this works. He don't tell you something to just suggest that you got to do it. And he told us to do that for a reason. And it's blessed our family because yeah. we had our child in our marriage. That broke yeah, a generational that was a curse. Generational curse we We've broke. always, we come from families where you're not born into a marriage. No. You're not, we got different brothers, but different, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like different parents. The siblings ain't from the from same, same parents. Yeah, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and for sure. Our right. parents tried our best, but you know, that's something that biblically, 
we want to do it God's way. And we yeah, was praying we about were praying that. that. And so my revelation with this Christian walk is I've seen a lot of people, I'm going to say, banging the blood of Jesus. They, they repping it. <laughs> they claiming it hard. I, I mean, I love God. But you don't see the walk with it. Yeah. And so in reading the word and getting my own relationship, it's like, nah. Yeah. We really got to move like we yeah, really, we really we own that. And I feel like a lot of people have, been, have had encounters with him, too, because he does reveal himself. And people just know. But at, there's, at a, uh, there's a certain point in time. He's not going to make you read the Bible. He's not going to make you have make you come and have a relationship with him because we do have free will. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's where people are just missing. It's like, you know, we want to just live in the world and do our own thing. We have our own agendas and we just, you miss out on this relationship with God. He's not going to force you. He will come to you. You did have that spiritual encounter. Oh, he did speak to you. And he probably still is speaking to you because he loves you so much. Oh, he's still speaking. Because he still wants a relationship with you, but... Your walk and your relationship, I think that's what is the identifier of, okay, what it means to be a Christian and what this topic has been about. Yeah. What it means to be really living and, like you said, repping, okay, the blood of Jesus. Like, people were bang be banging this hard. Like, yeah, they do. I, you know, playing basketball, I'm in college. If you lined up all my teammates, mm -hmm. they're going to say, I believe in God. Yeah. I go to church. <laughs> I, you hear it. It's so cliche. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I go to church. Yeah, I be praying. I yeah. got the tattoos. God is good, blessed. Yeah. But the walk through life, and mm -hmm. I'm guilty of it myself. Yeah, I mean, if we a random stranger mm -hmm. were to see you compared to the world, the average person in the world, it, would they notice a difference? If the answer is no, then you're not a Christian. Yeah. And, I, and not to be mean, but yeah, let's just be not. honest. You're not. And that's what the word showed me. That's what the like, word says. It so. was like a mirror. And I was like, for sure, I was going to heaven. I'm getting this thing right. Yes. Lord, I know you. And I read his word and I was like, whoa, thank God that he just shut me down. This pandemic has shut us down from leaving. I'm in the house. I get to read this word because I didn't know. Yeah, I think that happened to a lot of uh, a lot of believers. Yes, a lot of believers. Yeah. I think that happened to a lot of people. I hear like, man, in the pandemic, God woke me up. And I think, you know, that was a big shift that he was doing in the world, not yeah. just, you know what I mean? And so I feel like a lot of people got woken up and he, you know, we were finally. Poured into people. Yeah, it was a quiet time. And so, yeah. But yeah. Um, oh, I lost my. I, man, what was I about to say? I forgot. Dude, I don't know. Oh, well, but yeah, I definitely heard that a lot and yeah. not just for you, but for me, too, because it happened to me and he just woke us up and yeah, showed us like you're not. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Thanks. You ain't really Spirit. living that life. Um, you're a you believe in God. You're not a, you're not a Christian. You're not following God. You don't have a relationship. Oh, I just, got that verse. What's that verse? You just believe. No, you just uh, know he's real. Hold on. What's oh, that yeah, verse? Oh, yeah, something bigger than me. I put it on Instagram. What? It says, the Bible says, I don't know if it's John or what. It says, you believe that there is one true living God. Mm -hmm. But even demons believe that. Yeah. Yet they remain unchanged. So yes. the, if you're not changed, yes. yeah, you believe in God, yeah. but the devil believes in God. Right. Like Satan mm -hmm. knows that God is the ruler. He knows how to quote scripture. He knows scripture <laughs> yeah. better than you. Yeah. There's one correlation that separates counterfeit yes. with real. You actually live it. Because Satan knows scripture, but he's willingly choosing, I'm not going to do what God said. Mm -hmm. So you're not a believer. And so that's what all of us are if we choose to say, yeah, God's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to pray to him when I need something. But everything else in the middle of the book and the end, the beginning, yeah, the I'm going to disregard part, yeah. it. And we do treat him like a genie. I think a lot yeah. of us, that was what I understood God as. Lord, I'm in a jam right now. If you get me out of this, or, I'm yeah, going to serve I'm you. just in a tough situation or, or I'm in, going through something, yeah, a but, breakup or hard time. or yeah. Picture, picture God like a father. He you is only, a father. Picture him like a father and you only come to him. Dad, I need some money. Dad, I need yeah. some money. He loves you so much. Yeah, he's going to look out for you. But at what point does the relationship go from using him as an ATM to, Dad, how you doing? 
Dad, what's going on? And hey, or, can I just spend time with you? Or, hey, Dad, this is what I'm going through. What should I do? Like coming to him for advice. We we're supposed to now. I know a lot of us don't. It builds that relationship. To, yeah, you come to your parents for advice. Oh, because they have some knowledge. They have wisdom. They have understanding. They know a little bit more and been through a little bit more than me. Typically, that's what you would come to your parents and, for sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And advice. think about it like this: We're parents. Yeah. If our kids, and they're older, obviously, if they're older, you know, sixteen, <clears throat> seventeen years old, and they say, "Hey." I love you. I just want to sit next to you and spend mm -hmm. some time. That looks a lot different now than, hey, I mm -hmm. need something. Mm -hmm. Hey, I need something. It does. Hey, I need something. Hey, You love them, so you'll do it, but, yeah, at, but at a point in time, it's the, just like. It can't just be a one-dimensional thing, one-sided thing where you just pull from God, pull from God, but you don't let him pour into you. You don't pour back. You don't spend time. There's no There's no growth. When there's, you, yeah. And that's the biggest thing. I'm really on the relationship part because, like, when I was waking up and reading my Bible, and I remember just waking up and praying, and my best prayers, I didn't say anything. Yeah. I just sat there and like, Lord, speak to me whatever you see, whatever you want to say. Yeah, you really taught me that because I was like. And I learned that just, that was the Holy Spirit because yeah. I'm so used to, Lord, just, yeah, and trying to say the best, most spiritual prayer. And my best prayers have been nothing. Lord, speak to me however you see fit. Yeah. Some days I will fall asleep. Some days I would just nod off. My my thoughts would ramble. But a lot of days I remember him speaking back. Yeah. And it was, the crazy thing was like, hold on. God? <laughs> Lord? Yeah, you like really you helped really, me with that. You really said, like, that was my, I was awestruck. It's like, hold on. He really said something back. Yeah. What? We yeah. can talk to him? Yeah. And so that's, that's what, like, reading, reading uh -huh. your word, it's not a, it's not a, a religious thing where you have to do yeah, it. Yeah, like where you, you you are reading rules and regulations and principles and stuff, but you're reading and you're getting to know, like you said. Get to know, know him. Because yeah. how can you serve a guy you don't, don't know? know? Like, that's why I was referencing. That's like us being married and I don't know nothing about you. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite color? What do you like to do? And I'm just... I'm just guessing. And if I was a book, you would have to open me up and read me. But we get to know everything else. But why, when it comes to God, we treat it so one-sided. Get to know him. Yeah. But I think a lot of people don't understand you can. Yes. And so that's why, you know, I'm think, really heavy yeah. on this message, relationship mm -hmm. over religion. And I really like just sharing and telling people, like, get to know God. Take it one step at a time and do it organically. Yeah. I think... Um, the church has done a bad job of not leading people to a relationship. I think it, uh, the church has um, shown a lot of people religion mm -hmm. and a lot of rules and regulations. And so, I mean, even people who believe in God, but you know they're not really walking with God, if that makes sense. Belie so people who just... Oh, I believe he's real. What we've been talking about, mm -hmm. they know. Oh, I shouldn't be drinking. I shouldn't be smoking. But why do they disregard it? Or I shouldn't be in this evilness, if I should say. Or I, I know, I should be living a different way. People will say that. Man, I'm gonna get it right. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Okay. If any, if that's making sense to y'all, like, you know, you in a club, and but you really know it's wrong. You grew up in church. Why do you think it's okay? Why? I feel like the church has done a bad job of not, you know, giving people and showing people that, hey, he talks to you. Hey, it's not just don't do this. Because, like, um, I heard something about a, rules. A kid, when they see a rule, like our kids, don't touch the stove. Touch. So all you hear and all you see growing up, and this and this is a lot of people who grew up in the church, too. You know, I didn't grow up centered in the church, or my dad is a pastor, or you know, my auntie on the worship team. These are people in church, and they're like out there partying, living their best lives, and just disregard for all of what God said how to live on how he has said to live in his word. I think the church has just done a bad job. And this is not to say that, you know, they didn't get anything from it. I'm not saying that the church is just this 
horrible place, but I think there's more religion in the church than there is more religion being taught than relationships. Yes. And so I think that's another thing that has happened because you just see it so much. It's, it's you bad. You see it so much. And it's another like, thing. How can you, hold on, wait, you grew up in the church. I've heard stories. You, hold on, wait, you, you got God first or, um, scripture in your bio but then it's like your page and it's like hold on wait what's going on you live in a whole different life than yes. what you're repping and this is not to judge anybody but why is that yeah my mom taught me my dad yeah we went to church every sunday and see another because thing I think they just understand another thing religion. i've noticed yeah. i think people think that they gonna catch secondhand secondhand say like okay what i'm trying to say is like secondhand smoke just because you're in the vicinity of somebody that's smoking weed or a cigarette, you can catch a high, catch a contact, right? Right. Okay. That's not how Christianity works. Yeah, no, it's not. Just because your granny saved and right. she pray hard yeah. and she go to church, you don't get a dose of that. You don't yeah. catch that and be like, and God yeah. be like, oh, bring bring the grandson too. No, just because yeah. your auntie and your mom and your dad is saved, that is not how it works. You mm. not covered just because your salvation isn't given through them. It's mm -hmm. given through your relationship with Jesus. And I think a lot of people, the disconnect is they feel like they're good just because they know someone mm -hmm. who is anointed or who's yeah. heavy and they walk in salvation. And they know them. They talk to them. So they feel like, oh, I'm good. My granny prayed for me. Or I'm good. My mom, she go to church. Or I'm a good person. Or I'm a good person. Good person doesn't get you into heaven because yeah. it's good people in hell. Yeah. The only way we get into heaven is through a relationship with who? Jesus. Which is why yeah. it's it's so essential. I'm super heavy on the <laughs> get yeah. in your word and figure out who you're serving. Yeah, I think that's really I'd good. rather you open the Bible. So now I want to ask you something. Go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Because I kind of want to finish on this since we've talked about what it means to, I mean, yeah, what it means to be a Christian. Yeah. And what it looks like now for us and what we, what our mindset is now that God has poured into us, changed us, and we're walking with him. Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to finish just so people can get um, some revelation and understanding and some knowledge. Yeah, yeah, for people who, like, dang, that's me. Or, man, I thought I was believing God, but they saying I ain't. Are they, who, who first of all, who are they calling? If you're feeling that conviction, God, just let it soak in there. Just let it soak in yeah, there. It's I cool. I done been there. He came to me in my dreams, and he probably did. But if you read his word, and that's his word, we didn't, I, I didn't write, write it. it. I didn't write the book. <laughs> hey, I didn't write it. Listen. And you like, okay, well, wait. My walk is not what, you know, these two, this couple was saying. Number one, read your word. But that's number one. Read your word and pray about everything that we're saying. But I want to ask you, now that we've spoken about all of this, and for the people who are watching, what is your advice for, um, what is I'm trying to say? What is your advice for people now who are new into their walk and they don't understand? Because some people, some people, you know, we kind of talked about, oh, religion, growing up in church. Oh, um, the secondhand smoke. But some people just don't understand because like me, I didn't understand. I wasn't growing up in the church. I kind of had some church moments. Yeah. But all I knew was that one street prayer. Boom. Mm-hmm. So, if you were talking to me three or four years ago, and I was new in my walk, and I was trying to, and I asked you, hey, I'm trying to navigate this thing, because, man, I'm kind of conflicted. I'm still living in the world, but I believe in God, but I kind of want different. Help me out here. What's some advice? What's something you could give me? I would say my best advice would be for you to treat your relationship like this. Act like, treat your walk with Jesus like this. Nobody's telling the truth. Mm. I want you to be skeptical. I want you to disregard everything that people are saying, yeah. everything that you've heard, yeah. everything that you even believe. Mm. And I want you to go to one source, yep. the Bible. Yep. I want you to read it. I want you to pray and say, Lord... Give me an open heart to receive this and speak to me through this word. And I want you to just lock into the word. That is my personal testimony. And I will swear by that because, yeah. man, you hear a lot of people. Yeah. These people out here capping. These people out here telling lies, trying to 
boost their own ministry, get revelation. I mean, not revelation, get uh, build up these man-made religions and these rules. It looks like this. It looks and like they're giving scripture, too. It looks like this. Yeah. God says you got to do this. Figure out who God is on your own. Yeah. Because once again, when I close the last page of Revelation, and I'm not saying you got to read the whole Bible yeah. at once. But that was just my own uh, testimony. God said, I it clicked. And it was like, how can you serve a God you don't know? Yeah. So if you're new to uh, Christ and you're, you're looking for Christ, you're looking for something. And you're intrigued. Open up your Bible and pray for an open heart and a receptive heart and figure out who he is. Figure yeah. out his characteristics. Figure out the way that he speaks. Mm -hmm. Figure out, mm. you know, what this thing is about. Because I'd rather you open it up and know it and be like, okay, no, nah, I don't want that. But <laughs> yeah, at least yeah, I yeah, looked yeah. and I saw for myself. Yeah. I don't care what your parents tell you. I don't care what your yeah. uh, your elder, your your um, pastor. Even if it's good, and I don't even care if what it's, anybody yeah, tells you. Mm -hmm. Your salvation is on you. You gotta take this yeah. cross up on your own. Your pastor can't get you into heaven. No. Your parents can't get you into heaven. You have a relationship with God. And one of the most dangerous, scariest scriptures I've ever heard was uh, when Jesus comes back. Many are gonna say, "Lord, Lord, we did all these great things in your name," mm -hmm. and He's gonna say, "Away from me, I never knew you." Yeah. What yeah. you mean? If you're God, you know everybody. Yeah, right. And what he's highlighting is we never had a relationship. Yeah. I never knew you. This was just you doing stuff. Yeah. And what we think Christianity is in the world is I do stuff. Yeah. I go to church. I don't do I this. Can speak I do, do this. Yeah. I do this. I do that. And so, mm -hmm. um, like Paul told Timothy, train yourself in godliness. Yes. Desire the word like a newborn infant desires milk. Mm -hmm. Crave it yearn after it do your research in the word study it like you yes, would study I for see. your life and just when you draw near to god he says he draws near to he draws yes. near to you so when you look for a god he gonna come meet you yeah so that's that's my best advice is be skeptical don't trust everybody out here figure it out on your own because now if a hundred people are saying a hundred different things God is this. God is that. You should be doing this. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Why? Because the words say this. You're wrong. Uh-uh. Yeah. You're wrong. Uh-uh. It don't say that. Uh -uh. That's not lining up. I have yeah. my own knowledge in my own relationship. So yeah. I don't have to go look for a whole bunch of people to pour into my life. And, hey, how should I navigate? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's really good. It's dangerous. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, what was I about to say? I want to add on to that. And kind of like cap it off with this too. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Because honestly, I didn't start to appreciate or understand who who am I dealing with until I read. And this is scary too. Because you're saying read your Bible. And a lot of people do read. I was reading my Bible. I wasn't reading it to understand though. Mm -hmm. I was reading scripture. And just taking little bits and pieces. And a lot of people do that. Even pastors do that. Take a little bit of a couple scriptures and then let me do my sermon on Sunday. Or let me, you know what I mean? Make yeah. this YouTube video. So when we say read, we mean read. You have every resource. Number one, you have the Holy Spirit. And so if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I'm about to read. I know this has helped me. I'm about to read. Help me to understand what I'm reading. Show me what it is you want to know. What What is it that you want to speak to me when I read? That's helped me a lot as well. And like you said, you don't have to read front to back. But for me, reading from front to back has kind of given me a better understanding. Now, I haven't read the Bible front to back. But just starting in Genesis and understanding where all of this started and Seeing God's love and what his what the story and what this thing is about has helped me as well. But what I have done that has helped me as well is, okay, I'm in something I don't even know. We are in a time right now where you can look up anything. Now, be careful, but you can look up what that story meant. You can look up. Okay, I'm in Leviticus 10. What's going on here? What is Leviticus even about? There's videos, there's resources, and you can kind of um, back it up if you're unsure 
if you read a source, it's like, hold on, wait. Read two or three sources. Are they all saying the same thing? Leviticus is about X, Y, and Z. So now you go back into Leviticus and you're reading Leviticus and you're like, oh. That's what that means. I found, when I was new, I was I found the Bible Project. Mm-hmm. And this is when That's I in was, the Bible app. Yeah, the Bible Project. This is when I was new in Christ. And um, I didn't want to read. That's when I was like, I didn't, King James Version, I don't want to read. But the Bible Project, this is when I was lazy with my reading. It teaches you in videos about um it teaches you in videos about each book they Mm -hmm. have it break it down and it helps me and so now that i've done that and now that i am reading my lens is different oh i know what genesis is about okay all of this x y and z is missed and so that's what we mean by study and read and because now you get to see you're not just reading word where where oh this scripture sounds good and taking it and trying to make it fit your life you're understanding God's characteristics, what he was doing, what the people were going through and um, learning from the situations, learning, learning the rules and learning God's characteristics. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. His characteristics, learning the rules and regulations and principles, because he was he said things in the Old Testament and he's saying things in the New Testament that still apply to our life today that we should and shouldn't be doing in order to have a healthy walk with him. And so, yes, read, read. That's my, that's my advice as well. And read. And that will change you. Yeah, that will change that you. That will change you. But go in with an open lens and praying. And yeah, pray for I feel like that will change as well, yeah. Pray for understanding, pray for revelation. Mm-hmm. But, man, we live in a time where is there's, there's access now more than ever to a lot of voices. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people yeah. are, you know, on social media, there's a lot of people that are speaking things some is true some is not true there's a there's a lot of voices but the loudest voice in your life should be god's voice yeah and he speaks a lot through his word and and through intimacy in your prayer life in your prayer closet like in your quiet time like treat this like you would treat any other relationship speak to him Mm -hmm. ask him questions talk to him like you would talk to a friend that's been my biggest thing and um yeah i'll just end with this now that I have a relationship, you can take every pastor in the entire world if they retired tomorrow. If you took every sermon off of YouTube and there was not, no access to any other sermons, I would be perfectly fine. Yeah. Me, you, and our kids yeah. are still going to live for the Lord. We still going to know about the Lord. And we're not going to have to go elsewhere because yeah. we have access to the Bible. Yeah. We have the Holy Spirit and we have a relationship. And so God speaks to us still. Yeah. And so that's the that's the part I want everyone to get to because church is not just a place where you always go to get fed. Like you get fed and you go use what you got fed in your life mm-hmm. and you have to go home and now build your own relationship yeah. and pour into your own self. Yeah. But you only at church for an hour or two. Yeah, like you can't live saying, your yeah. life based off just two hours. You got to practice. You got to put in the work. Yeah. So that's my thing is put in the work for this. If you are new to Christ or you've been saved and you feel like, man, I sound like those people they talking about. Yeah. Pick it up. Pick up the Bible. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah. I think that's good. And I think since we did, you know, kind of for the most part, um, not look out to other resources and let so many voices in churches and just people pour into us. We didn't accept it. I shouldn't say accept it, but we weren't looking for that. We we kind of started our foundation in Christ with reading and praying and getting to know him. Now that we see all these voices and we see all um, these different preachers, ministers, and all these, and even not even leaders, but just people who are Christ and sharing their, their stories and sharing the word of God, it doesn't affect us. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes, you know, you're like, eh, but it doesn't affect me. I'm like, I'm, I know. Oh, you get your. Oh, that's so good. You get your identity in Christ. You get your identity in him. And so you're comf- you're comfortable. You're confident. And it's like, like you said, if all of that was turned off tomorrow, we would be fine. And so that's the importance of number one, a relationship. Number two, of reading, because that is a part of your relationship. That's why he left the Bible 
And um, yeah, so reading. Yeah. I, I think that's a good, good, great advice. Yeah. So the and it's simple. It's it's simple, but it is complex because a lot of people are like, man, I'm reading. And yeah. It's it's, but I'm gonna though. be I'm gonna be real with you. It was. It's I, gonna be boring. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be dry. <laughs> You're going to be in Leviticus, like, what is this? <laughs> What's going on? You might be like, man, I don't know. This is like Chinese. Yeah. I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Press into it. Keep trying. That's my thing. Don't yeah. give up right there because you don't understand. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, but. I've been there. Like Once I finally got over the hump, like, that was, honestly, that was just me being lazy and me not wanting to try. Once I got over that, it's honestly simple. Even I still read stuff today. I don't understand, but, but you, I'm reading. But when you really get over the, man, this is hard. I don't understand. Yeah. You'll start understanding and realize this is the best book ever written. Man, yeah. It's fire. It's stuff popping off. Dang, that's what was going on. Mm -hmm. Dang, that's the power we have. Dang, that's what Jesus did. It's like it opened my eyes to like, whoa, hold up. I wasn't a reader until I like until I started reading the Bible. Now I like reading stuff. Yeah. So yeah. And the biggest thing is it's a convictor. Yes. Hold on, dang. Jesus said, "Okay, okay, okay." This is what's going on. Yeah. I'm doing opposite of that. Yeah, that's that's good. I don't need nobody to come sit me down and have a three hour talk and tell mm -hmm. me I shouldn't be doing this stuff. The word says it right there, and so. The topic was what is a what is a Christian? What does it mean to be a Christian? What does it mean to be a Christian? I think the distinct um, difference that separates a Christian and a non-Christian is not about what you know. It's not about what you talk. It's not about uh, being a good person. It's about your walk. It's about your walk through life. It's not about the things that you uh, can speak about in your mind. It's about your action. It's about your fruit. To say that you're a Christian means Christ-like, and there should be evidence, practical evidence in your life. You don't have to blow a trumpet. You don't have to announce it. You don't have to put it on social media. People mm -hmm. should see you and say, something's different about him. Something's different about her. I don't know what it is. And so um, that's what a Christian means to me. You actually have a relationship with Christ, and you're living like Christ would. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that's a good uh, finisher because there's nothing more I can say besides repeat everything, <laughs> everything you just said in my own words. But, yeah, I think that's really good. And so that was today's topic. You want to finish out with a prayer? Yeah, we can. Because we probably have some unbelievers on here. We have some people who are probably felt convicted. You Or you probably, like, got some pride looking at us like, mm, that ain't me. Cause listen, if you feel convicted, or whatever, it, or maybe you are walking with Christ, we still want to we want to pray for your relationship. And so, uh, you want to go ahead and finish up? Yeah. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for those who have watched and listened. Uh, we just want to pray over their walk with you. We want to pray over their relationship with you. We pray that those that don't know you will uh, will find you, Heavenly Father. We pray that you will reveal themselves, reveal yourselves to them, Heavenly Father. We cover their their walk in the blood of Jesus. We pray that they will begin to open up their word and be convicted, that they will be filled with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that their lives will begin to change. And so we just thank you, Father God, for the work that you're doing within your uh, church, within your body, within the body of Christ, Heavenly Father. And so we just pray over their relationships with you um, and pray that people who already know you, who already seeking you will grow deeper and that they will have testimonies, Heavenly Father. And so we just cover them in the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And I want to add to that. Go ahead. Father God, I just thank you for this opportunity to speak to your people. I thank you for giving them ears to hear and a heart to be receptive. And Father God, whoever is watching this, I thank you, Lord, that your word is true that says, when you seek me and seek me with all your heart, then you will find me. And so I hold you to your word, Lord, like you tell us to. And for the person that is going to put this phone down and begin to seek you, however it looks, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that your word is true and that you will be found. Also, Lord, I hold you to your word. You say you're no respecter of persons. 
Lord, if you did it for us, you'll do it for them. Lord, when we didn't know what we were doing, when we didn't know how to pray or how to read or how to discern uh, good from bad, Lord, you nudged us and you pushed us into this. And I thank you, Lord, that you'll do the same for those that are watching this, that are looking for you, that know that there's more to life. There's more and they're yearning for more of you. Lord, your people want you. And so I thank you for showing up and being the God that you say that you are. And I love you. And I thank you for this opportunity. And thank you, Lord, for uh, coming into people's lives and transforming it. In yes. Jesus' mighty in name. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. All right. We thank you and appreciate you guys for watching. Uh, we're excited for the next episode, the next topic. Stay tuned. Yes. Like, subscribe, share with somebody. Share yes. with two people, three people, four people. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see y'all next time. All right. Bye.